Hey, Podcasterinos. This week we had the opportunity to interview some really amazing hip-hop stars. Uh, Copyright and Cool Z uh, joined us at Jimmy's Saloon in Newport on uh, Wednesday of this week. And we just wanted to share that interview with you. It's completely uncut. It's just us hanging out, riffing off each other, and uh, kind of talking about the artistic process and uh, some other really screwed up stuff. So uh, have a listen and uh, enjoy. All right, so we have a very special guest today. Um, Jim, would you like to introduce our special guest? Would you like to introduce our special guest? Would you like to introduce our special guest? I would, I think you should. (laughs) We have uh, Cool Z. Hey, what's up? I feel feel very special right now. (laughs) I'm wearing my special special clothes and I I took my special drugs, so. Oh, there you go. There we go. I feel special. Maybe a little more special than I probably should. Did you drop your bean before, before the 40 minutes before the episode? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, is it a magic bean? No, it was a magic bean. It was a very magic bean. <laughs> so, I'm so anyway, we're here. Uh, coming up. This interview is live from Jimmy's Saloon in Newport. Um, tonight, there's actually a really big show. Uh, this episode will go up after it. Yeah, but, so, uh, so if you wanted to go to the show, too late. Too but, fucking bad, man. <laughs> but you can go to the next one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Should have fucking... J- Jimmy's uh, Saloon has uh, good music all the time. So, yeah, yeah. So, so anytime you want to see a band or uh, an artist, like it's an incredible place, it's a good venue. Um, lots of good people come down here. Yeah. So, um, Zach, tell us a little about yourself. Like, I know you're based out of L.A., right? Is that true? Uh, I was born in Des Moines, Iowa, um, and raised there in Iowa. Yeah. And I live in L.A., what, what kind of things do you want to know? No, just like, I mean, like, so uh, where, where, what, 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 I can so, talk forever. Alright, so I can talk forever. <laughs> so, so, um, I listen to your stuff a lot lately. Okay. And, um, I think the, the main word that goes is, like, there's a variation. Like, oh, yeah. song to song, like, there's so many different things going on, like, it's really, if you haven't heard his stuff before, it's, um, there's a lot of like hip hop stuff, there's a lot of like rock stuff. Maybe and some would say eclectic? Eclectic would be a word. I think some of it has like a almost an early Beck sound to it. And Definitely a big Beck. Some of it has like kind of like a like a early to mid nineties like indie rock feel to it. Um, I get nineties like a, a lot. Yeah. You hit you hit two of the major yeah. nails that I get a lot on the head. Yeah, but then get, like some of the hip hop stuff almost has like an almost an Aesop rock feel to it. It's like really interesting. Like we're how did you end up like bringing? Because like, if you listen to one of your albums, uh-huh. it varies from song to song, really. Like you never know what you're getting. So like, well, yeah. So the albums I think that I put out are, or like the official albums. I've only put out like two actual official albums: in, uh, Honey and Hit Factory. And yeah, they jump all around the place. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with my collaborative, like uh, love for collaboration. Yeah. And I listen a lot. I like take in a lot, and so kind of I just kind of easily take in what is around me and just like regurgitate so if I'm listening to like Katy Perry and Slipknot it's something that's going to come out that sounds like Katy Perry and Slipknot you know it's yeah. just like I don't I'm kind of so, like so a, two great things that go awesome <laughs> together yeah. <laughs> you know I don't know it's Katy so. Perry in a Slipknot mask that actually might be Katy Perry in a Slipknot one of my mask. most interesting sexual fantasies yeah or yeah, a mashup too having a sexual fantasy or having an orgy with Katy Perry and Slipknot while listening to a mashup of Katy Perry and Slipknot oh man with Slipknot from Suicide Squad. Oh. Which, 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 which we're either going to talk about either earlier or later in this episode. Yeah. While somebody's but, actually tying Slipknots around everybody's ankles. <laughs> those, are the, those are the best knots, I find. Because, like, they're the number one, like, they're the easy... <laughs> they're the easiest to tie. But, like, they make you feel like a cowboy. Like, you so, like, when I was a kid, like, that was, like, always... And since then, Slipknots, like, have a completely different, like, use for me. Uh, we, is that? Uh, are you allowed to talk about it? I probably shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> if I want to keep my there, job, I probably. I've been won't. noticing there's a lot of people who've been going missing around here. Mm. Yeah, um, I had nothing to do with that. Okay. <laughs> Those are zip ties. Oh. It's a completely different world. Oh, we're talking about. Joking about abduction. <laughs> <laughs> Slip ties. So does it really just vary, like um, song to song, or do you kind of like come out with? Here's like, here's what I always tell people. I don't really try to write songs. I just they were a lot of them come to me in dreams. A lot of them just like occur to me. I'll just be driving and they'll just be visited upon me. Yeah. And um, I really don't try. 
I, I write verses. I once a song like presents itself, I'll have to fill in the verses and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but all like the melodies will come to me a lot of the time. I, I really like maybe only try eighty percent of the song that I write has been given to me by something, yeah. and then twenty percent is work after that. So yeah. that's just kind of so I don't I don't know how they happen. I mean, obviously you can say sometimes, or you could critically say, oh, you just ripped off some riff for, from Nirvana and regurgitated that or some shit but you know everybody does by the way what's yeah but Nirvana ripped off Boston oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. they ripped off the Pixies and they admitted yeah. it by the way what's the uh, cursing thing oh. no rules no rules oh, let it fly fuck shit we're, we're, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I was just okay. talking about abduction I, yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad word though <laughs> that's, S, that's SFW hey look look, look who it is this is copyright. How's it going, How Jared? You? Nice to meet you, man. Good. Yeah, we're already doing yeah, it. We're all, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're doing it. So right we've now. been joined by copyright. Very exciting shit going on today. Just like completely randomly walked in, except he's headlining. Um, yeah. So I'm like, what percentage of the songs get lost? So like, when you're writing, like, you get an idea, right? Uh-huh. And it's like you're driving or something like shit. Like I can't like reach my phone or something. You know, I used to be. Ideas. I used to worry about that type of shit, like losing ideas and like, oh, I should have written that down. I forgot it. But sometimes, like seven fucking years later, you're like something will come back to you, and you're like, I swear to God, that riff <laughs> I thought of seven years ago just came back to me. What the hell drug did I take to make this happen? I don't yeah, know, but something happened. It was probably those like tinctures you had, <laughs> mushroom that. tinctures. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I kind of got faith at this point that, you know, I, I used to write a lot of stuff down, but I've got less and less into writing stuff down, making notes on my iPhone. I still do, because when it actually comes time to, like, concretize it and everything, and all I have are these, like, you know, me voice memos of me, like, singing stuff really Actually, if you listen to my voice memos, it's, most, it's mostly just me, like, uh, freestyling, like... Pretending I'm Robert Pollard. I have this thing. <laughs> I have this thing called the Robert Pollard freestyle. I can do. I can do some for you if you want. Oh yeah, yeah no, please do. It's like this. It's like the eye of Ultron disseminating ham information. Pearls upon a string. Exit now. Something like that. <laughs> it's mostly just me, like my beer explodes. You know, just yeah. stuff like that. Like Robert Pollard, things that Robert Pollard would think and say. Yeah, and that's that's mostly all my voice memos are. Like that's the legacy I'm going to leave if somebody Today ever, ever I buys had it. a <laughs> soupy bowel movement. <laughs> Good job, Mortimer. I'll give you a picture. You're growing. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, <laughs> guided by voices. You know, guided by voices. Oh, my sister's into that. You yeah. gave my sister the CD. Yeah, yeah. You banged her after that. No, that's <laughs> not, did you gave not my sister happen. a guided by voices. Absolutely did not happen. Absolutely. That's, I mean, at least she key. got something out of it. Absolutely did not. Yeah, the CD. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, what's up? What's next? So, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean. That kind of, uh, when I, th- th- that's kind of similar, I, I used to do uh, stand-up, and like it, it was not a venture that worked out for me, but like I kind of built like the same, the same process, kind of, like the, the, like that same, the same process for writing comedy. Dude, like, writing comedy is the hardest, because once you write it down, it sucks. Yeah, that's every why I don't time. do it anymore. <laughs> every time. Oh my god, I'm a goddamn genius, and then it's just... Every time you try, you're like, "What?" Those? Like, you're just like, it almost gives you chills. Like how bad it is when you read it back. You're like, never write it down. It doesn't no. sound natural. It's like or make it sound natural. Or saying it on stage and, and the, the, the like, audience yeah, full of no people in laughs. front of you, like, like that was funny to me. Well, I get just that as an example. Like this weekend, we did a show, and um, it was a comedy show. Everyone's having a good time. I drop what I think is like the most brilliant joke <laughs> I've ever dropped. <laughs> Nothing. Crickets. Nothing. No one gives a shit. Ten minutes later, I take a guitar, I get in front of everybody, and I sing a song that's just a recipe for veal. Like how veal is made. Everyone laughs their asses off. Like it's gone. It's like, hey, were those laughs? I don't know. I, mean, I, I kind of thought they were just kind of tears. screams of were, disgust. And but like, you talk about killing a baby cow and breaking its legs and shit, and everyone's into it. But like you drop like, some comedic genius and like no one cares. Can we hear the joke? 
I don't even remember anymore. It's all super consciousness now, so I'm drunk. <laughs> so, but that's how it goes. What was the joke? I don't remember. I don't, I don't, was it a Jeopardy joke? Yeah. I, I forgot. I forgot completely. Too, you know, wrong crowd. It was. It was. It was too. It was highbrow. Oh, it was a Jeopardy. Crowd. Oh, Kurt Cobain would be a oh. poor spokesman for Remington Shotguns. Right. Right. Yeah. That was it. Oh, wow. I thought it was. Bad. And everybody was like, "Oh." They left too a lot, soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> they left a lot harder in mind, which was what did uh, what? What is Batman glad there wasn't? Cobain. Cobain. <laughs> but yeah, so um. So you guys are touring together. Yeah. So how's that been? Like, how the, the show's been so far? It's awesome. It's always fun. I mean, we're we're friends before. You know, we yeah. got we got cool. We spent enough time to where like we went through the I hate you phase. We went through the I love you phase. Jared and I went through that a lot. Yeah. So a lot. we're friends. We're friends, man. We, we you know. So when we go on tour, we just have a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and we've done it a few times, so it's 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 pretty. Uh, it's automatic, man. Yeah. At this point, you know, yeah. just go out, have a good time, and uh, talk to, talk to people. And I can't drink this go round, so things are a lot smoother. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that always makes it a little more professional. Like, you know, it's true, man. It, you, I mean, you're a genius in my eyes, but it's been a blessing, kind of a little bit this time coming through. Coming yes, through. Kiss if you want to. It's not weird. No one will say. Anyway, save it for the show. Yeah. No, this has been a fun one, man. We've been we, we've been having a lot of fun. We're so, did you, was this like a nationwide tour? Because I know northeast, northeast, New England. This one we've done. This is a, actually the third tour that Copy and I have done in the last uh, like six months or so. We did we did in January. We did the Midwest, and then in or sorry, in December we did the Midwest. In January we did the Southwest. And then and now we're doing the Northeast. So, yeah. Where in the Northeast are you going? Like, where have you been? We got Newport. We got um, Hartford. We got Bridgeport. We got New York City. We got Boston. We got uh, Northampton. We got Connecticut. Yeah, I think I named it to Connecticut. Oh yeah, Pawtucket. Pawtucket. How do you say? How do you say? Pawtucket. I've been saying Pawtucket and everybody's. I just say Chicago. Everybody looks away when I say Chicago. 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 And then there's Chicago, Illinois. Illinois. I came from Des Moines, which is the most mis- mispronounced city in America. I think it's supposed to be pronounced like Des Moines. <laughs> and where did you? Where, where are you from? Where you from? Ohio. Ohio. Oh, I can see that. That looks like Ohio, at least that's in your hands. That's a really badass Ohio. That's how you try to make a really mediocre state badass. <laughs> Just put bones underneath it and blood. Yeah, no, absolutely. Throw some blood from Alaska. Igloo with two bones. I'm from Idaho. Potato. Two bones, blood. I'm from Missouri. It looks good, but I just here. I think I got something to make this look a little better. Here, throw a couple bones, throw some blood. I'd be a good interior decorator too thing to do. You know, it's just like I like this. I like the way that the chair is and everything. But here, I think I got something here. You throw a couple bones by the chair, and then you take a little spray gun and you spray some blood on it. Your motorcycle club is not badass enough. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) So you talked to a little bit with Zach about his process, like. I mean, as, as like kind of like cliche as you're like, what, what's the process you're going to come through when you like kind of come up with your, your songs? Like, where, where, when you put them together, like where did they usually start? Um, what he was saying is is, is is kind of like, I have to write them down when I, when I come up with them, little ideas and shit, or most, more times than not, I won't re-remember them. So I write down a bunch of shit. A lot of times I'll write it on the spot, but um, random shit, man, all kind of random shit. Yeah. You know, um, I could... It can come from movies, it can come from a joke somebody said, it can come from just an idea, it can come from a conversation I have with somebody where I think of, you know, what if, oh, what if it were not this way and that way, like, um... Kind of like an alternate reality. Yeah, like, like, um, when I wrote the verse for Fire Shots, when I'm talking about all the greats that that we lost that died and, and, and ways to stop them from dying, Yeah, like, um... All the shit about stopping Aliyah's plane and uh, you know stopping uh, 
Skalarai for breaking up that fight. Just like, you know, basically it's like an ode to all the dead greats. And, and, and I just was thinking like, you know, trying to come up with a way to pay homage to them and, and say that in a roundabout way, I wish that they didn't die. Yeah. You know? But it's all different shit. Sometimes it's the dumbest shit in the world. Sometimes I'll hear somebody say something like a rapper say a line and I think they said something but they didn't and I'm like, oh, I'm totally going to say what I thought they said, you know? Like they didn't That's say an that. excellent rhyme. Yeah. I always thought in Wu-Tang when he says I get deep like a Navy SEAL, yeah. I always thought he was saying I got teeth like a baby SEAL. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's just way more inspiring. That would have been way better, man. I got teeth like a baby SEAL. That's fucking incredible. We, when, we, when we take inspiration from the audience, we, off, we always hear stuff that like wasn't actually said but we take what we heard. Right. There was one night Someone said, um, someone said Strongbow, like they were yelling out the drink they were having. And I thought they said wrong hole. So I was like, oh, so everyone's done the wrong hole. It just happens everywhere. And um, it, that's not what they said. So we did this like very disgusting riff on like bad shame. Money. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just like, that's not what we asked for. Sorry. It's <laughs> what I heard. That's what I heard. I heard wrong hole. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Wrong hole. I assure you, I am very ashamed of myself. <laughs> if you're not, I wouldn't trust you. And I trust you a lot right now. Probably more than I should. I think, I think, I think I'm giving bad. away too much. <laughs> um, so, like, you, we were uh, we were talking to Zach uh, before before you got here. Also about like eclectic, uh, j- just like eclectic taste in music, like and how like like very. Uh... Get that dog out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do a uh, podcast here. So, all right, taste and eclectic music. Le, le, uh, um, and we were on our sh- our uh, last show um, where we interviewed Andy and Jim from uh, from Rhyme Culture. They were also talking about how music tends to be put like in all these uh, in, like all their particular genres, and like they don't really mix. You don't see a lot of rap rock, rap and rock uh, coming together. Um, but, but Zach was saying that he can, his uh, his inspirations kind of run the gamut, like from, from across all of them. Is that something that like that you do too? Yeah, I mean, um, my favorite my favorite artist pretty much is Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, which most people most that people, sounds is pretty killer. Yeah, that sounds smile. I mean, I that like, sounds is great. I even like the surf rock shit because when I listen to it, I'm listening to it for the melodies and and and, and, the, and the you know all that shit the multiple harmonies and all that so I don't care what he's singing about you know I mean I'm just listening to it for the shit that he's doing like the shit that he was doing that was ahead of his time and the shit that's pleasing to my ears so like I listen to I don't even the rap I listen to is like old school shit or like Sean Price or Doom I don't keep up with like all these new like honestly I go to Hip Hop DX and I'm like who the fuck's this who's that where'd he come from why do people give a shit about him I just don't know who's who I've officially hit the age where I'm like completely and happily out of the loop like I don't know what's going on with a lot of shit that's something we talk about a lot like yeah completely up nope I I don't care (laughs) I feel like if they're if they're um if it's something I'll like, it'll get to me eventually. Like yeah, a friend will come to me yeah, and say, "You got to hear this." But um, I listen to I listen to it all. I listen to rock, you know, old rock, new rock, the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, Steely Dan, uh, Super Tramp. I listen to all kind of rap. We listen to dumb shit. We were just listening to like MC Hammer doing the Adams Family yeah. song. On the way here, <laughs> that's incredible. We listen to that's so that's your psycho song. We listen to. Uh, <laughs> Tag teams, whoop, the Adams family, there it is, and MC Hammer. Uh, the Adams family, the Adams family theme. theme song. That's it. Yeah. Damn, so, you know and tag it. team did it. Yeah, tag team did it for the. Jim's single. like an expert in like really shitty movies. Adams well, family values is a great movie. I don't know. Well, it is. It is actually. It's better than the first. Barry Sonnenfeld's. <laughs> probably one of Barry Sonnenfeld's. But and actually, oh, yeah. that's the very bar was seldom, so Very seldom does a sequel outdo the masterpiece. Like Godfather, the Star Wars, Adams so, family values. Adams family values. Space Jam. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of of raps that are about the movie at the end of the movie. I, I love song like like ninja rap. I, I do and ninja I do a, yeah. or like Men in Black. You know another Barry Sonnenfeld. Wild Wild West. Wild yeah. Wild West. Another Barry Sonnenfeld. Yeah, you know so, uh, another Will Smith. Another Will Smith movie. Deep Blue Sea. 
I don't. Yeah, my, hat like, Hello, cool my hat is like a shark's fin. My hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> Wait, who did who did that? Hello, cool I'm gonna yeah. play you that when we get done. With <laughs> it's, 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 like, it's like in your head now. It's awful. Um, no, you're stop thinking about it. My head is like a shark's fin. <laughs> but probably the best one that is actually good is Joe Ski Love, Pee Wee, the Pee Wee Herman. But that's not really about, it's just about Pee Wee Well, okay, so then I wanted you to talk to them about Bismarcky, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Since you're doing, I wasn't going to say it, but you connected it with the Joe Ski shit. Do you guys know about the song Romeo and Juliet by Bismarcky? I've never, never heard of, that. Of, uh, I, need her, her, I need a haircut. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So this song to me is like unlike any other song ever made. It, it, it is almost like Wesley Willis. The closest thing I can I can say that it's like really? is Wesley Willis. Oh, by Batman's ass fan. Oh yeah, yes. suck a cheetah's dick fan. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so if you didn't know, I want to just say this, educate the people the way that Biz educated me on this song about this song. This song is Biz saying he's he's basically making a commercial about the movie from the 90s Romeo and Juliet and it almost sounds like he doesn't even know that it existed before <laughs> the, the movie from the 90s but it's like he's like he says things like Romeo and Juliet should be household names in the song and, and he's just like he's basically just like freestyling promoting Romeo and Juliet and how awesome it is and it's mind blowing it's like nothing I've ever heard before it's it's, I highly recommend if you want to get your mind blown. So is that because when I heard, it, I thought it was tongue in cheek. Is he being like genuine? Like he's genuine. So he just wasn't familiar with like. I, I think what happened was he found the Bill Withers sample, and it does kind of sound like some Romeo and Juliet shit, especially how it starts. This yeah. is a good theory, and it just gave him the vibe to do it. But the, the best shit is the chorus: Romeo and Juliet getting busy. Yeah, yeah. Romeo and Juliet getting busy. busy. But he has some weird sort of like alien effect on his yeah. voice that yeah. makes it yeah. fucked up. But, um, and not to say that I'm, like, I love The Biz so much. Like, The Biz, like, has made me cry before, like, live seeing him. Like, I've seen him make The Sunshine come out. Like, I've seen the way he is. I've, I've been at a show where he made The Sunshine, the rain stop. Like, I've seen him, like, he, he, he sees kids before he sees yeah, like adults. incredible power. After his show, he makes sure that his bodyguard makes all the adults go aside. And then he, like, totally babies all the kids first and then... Gets to then he'll like you know in take some pictures sense, with that's the adults. A felony, actually. Yeah, it's true. But anyways, he's a fucking saint. Uh, I look up to him a lot. But yeah, he's. I agree. He's he's, he's got a, He's pure. He's got a childlike innocence. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, that was kind of what made him big in the first place. I mean, that, that was kind of like that like goofiness of it. Yeah. yeah. But then there was like a serious side to him that people eventually got like, oh wait. But his really delivery, really, his delivery is very pure. He really knows his shit. Seriously, like in all seriousness, he really knows his music and his records. And he, he, he is a great DJ. And I mean, in my opinion, he's a great rapper. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of rappers that I really, really like for different reasons. Yeah. He's like, he's great. His freestyle is, is kind of nuts, man. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard his freestyle. No, you have. You just don't know it. It sounds written. <laughs> it's just, yeah. He's freestyled a lot of records. Either if Big Daddy Kane didn't write it, it's usually freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes. Yeah, he, he makes definitely up words. does, man. Okay. And that's that's the where improv and hip hop come together. Yeah, uh, freestyle. Yeah, Ours is just like way slower. And no, we do, we we don't have the craft of it. Yeah. <laughs> Although, like you know, your feel chorus uh, was about as close as it gets. It's really good. But so well like, crafted. In in hip hop, you can hide behind the beat though, and in stand up. Everyone's looking at your every little your hands. They're looking at everything. Everything's on display. And if your hands are doing something weird, they're gonna look at that and think that you're nervous. You know? It's like being naked. It's Stand absolutely up and like, it really is. Yeah. Like any, when any, but really, anytime you get on a stage, like especially, I mean, I've always found that like, MCs like have some of the biggest balls. Because like, like I'm, a, I'm in a band and like we go up there and I can hide behind my guitar and microphone like all I want. Like I, you don't even have to see my face. Like I kind of get to go like this if I'm having like a rough time. Like you can hide you're just your balls. walking out there with a goddamn microphone in your hand. Like you're just going. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing else there. Like here I am. I'm presenting myself. Well, yeah, and then, like same with same with improv. Like if we go out there, like the audience will reward us if we come out with even if we come out with something that's not great but quick and like right right away and right off the top of our heads, they'll reward us for that. Yeah, but it's like we, an audience rewards program. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, that's what a show is, right? I mean, like. Thank you for So wait, uh, let's back up a little bit. Are you talking about like actually like physically hiding your balls? 
like look behind guitars. Oh, no, those are always out. Yeah. Those are always out. Like, I have he has a, a hole in the guitar. I have a hole in the guitar. <laughs> it's cut it right in. So it's like, it's a, like a funkadelic thing. It's yeah, like a it's like a funkadelic thing. Like it's kind of. But MCs can't hide their balls. No, that's right the up. album title. The MC, that is the album. Title. <laughs> that's kind of dope. These MCs can't, MCs hide, their can't hide their balls. I think I dropped my pick in the guitar. Grab that for me. Grab it for me. I don't know where it went. That's fucking teamwork. <laughs> That's my dick pick. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Good. And that's how we met. No, um. <laughs> Jim, I, I got really drunk one night and sent Jim a picture of my dick. And periodically he sends it to me from numbers I don't recognize. <laughs> so I think that like strangers have it. That's, that's a special. The, that's the album cover. My wife sent it to me. Yeah, there it is. That's a special friendship. It's like Load. <laughs> but like way better than Load. Well, no. Load wasn't like horrendous. Reload was really bad. Yeah. Re- In terms of metallic. No, Load was good. I like Load. Yeah, Reload was bad. There's no sin anger. Yeah. Trash can. Trash can. Is Load a band? No, Metallica. No, Metallica. Oh, love. Metallica's sorry. Latter-day Sins. Yes. I'm sorry. What was it? Lulu. Oh, the Lou Reed. Oh, that's horrendous. And I love Lou Reed. Like, Lou Reed's fantastic. But... Oh. Whoa. <laughs> so, ne- what's the next step for you guys? Like, where do you head off to next? What's your next locale? Uh, what are we doing? Connecticut tomorrow? No. Boston. Oh, Boston, then Connecticut. Yeah, then Boston, two, then Connecticut. Then two Connecticut shows, and then, I'm guessing, then Brooklyn? Yep. Okay. You got it. You're working so, your way down. Well, up and work down. Backtrack yeah. tomorrow, and then we head back down. We're wrapping it up, man. It's going to be sad when we do. It's yeah. actually easier to get to Hartford from Boston than it is to get there from Providence. Just because of the way the highways oh, yeah. work and the traffic patterns. Cool. All right. We, I booked it right then. 90 to I 81. It. I knew That's it. That's the way. That's the way. I just used my instincts. <laughs> I just closed my eyes. It's like Luke Skywalker piloting the X-Wing. It's just like, well, I find it's work. Using the force, man. Lando. <laughs> what else can we talk about? Let's talk about, um, let's not talk about our, our Why don't albums. you interview them? So what do, you, what do you, yeah, you guys, why don't you guys interview us? What are you guys doing tonight? What are you guys eating? So, uh, I had a donut recently. It was an eclair. I guess it's not really a donut, that's an eclair. Yeah, that's a different pastry. It's yeah. a different kind of pastry. Um, Where'd you get it from? I got it from Dunkin' Donuts, actually. They had a special eclair donut. It was actually not worth it. Like, as soon as I, like, bit into it, I'm like, yeah, I made a mistake. 7-Eleven has quite a donut selection. You know, <laughs> I've done it. I just got. I, but it's like the 7 Eleven hot dogs, too, where you're like, yeah. It looks good, but it's not that tasty. Or are you going to pay for it later? And it doesn't look that good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Rolling meat, I always will eat that. Oh, that's, like, that's true. It's got to be in motion. Yeah. It makes it a little more like, hey, you're in motion. I'm trying to get away from you, but not really trying. <laughs> it's like hunting. It's kind of like, you know, that like. That base instinct of it's, man. It's like running away from you, but kind of looking and winking back at you at the same time. <laughs> just like real slow. It's taunting you. Hey, hey, you want to come here? It's kind of, kind of looking sexy. Are you a big bite? What's the really big bite called? Like mega big bite or something? Chomp? The one that's like... I'm not well versed in the in the sizes of 7-Eleven. I'm a Cumberland Farms guy, so... Uh, <laughs> like, my, my chug jug's in the car. Yeah. <laughs> what did you have for breakfast? For breakfast? Yeah. Did I have breakfast this say morning? Your oh, name, cereal, say cereal. your name first so people know who, who it is. This, this is Jim. I had cereal. What kind of cereal? <laughs> it was Crispix. Oh, oh always tastes crispy in milk. Oh, it does Which, taste what crispy is your, in milk. Is that the one that has rice on one side and, and corn on the other? With, what do and you it like has better? GMOs, which like, I just discovered on this last box. And you, you sound no, excited about that. You like GMOs? Like, no, I don't. Like, not particularly. Well, I'm indifferent to GMOs. Does anybody so like didn't... love GMOs and know that they're there so much that they actually seek out GMOs? So, I, don't, I do. <laughs> I prefer it. I feel like... So, like, GMOs are weird, though, because the, um... I mean, they're obviously, like, there's something, like, gigantic tomatoes that you know are, like, steroid tomatoes that are yeah, GMOs. Yeah. But also, like, most cheeses contain GMOs. You think yeah. guys who take steroids, like, give a shit, or they're like, I want GMOs because I'm taking steroids and I want my tomatoes to be on steroids, too? Are there any steroid-riddled vegans? 
That's the question. Uh-huh. That's a good question, too. Like, no, I don't put that shit in my These body. are all rhetorical questions, by the way. We None of us have to answer them. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> We're just throwing it out there in the universe. This is for the listener to ponder and really, like, soul search and figure this out and just think about this throughout your day at work or whatever you're doing, your drug runs, uh, if you're pimping uh, women with father problems, any of that, video game designers, all that. We want you to think about this long and hard while you do your daily routine. Right? I mean, isn't this what this podcast is all about? GMOs and pondering? Yes, pondering. So here's the pondering section. Um, I'm pondering if, did you say, are you pimping women with bladder problems? Father. Oh. Wait, but they do. They <laughs> what they do is they get UTIs. Yeah, UTIs, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just, you're on, you're, hey. Alright, you're on point. While they're talking about <laughs> stuff, I want everybody now who's listening to just take a deep breath in through their nose. And out through your ears, and in through your nose, and out through your ears. Now, listen to Flea's bass. Listen to the way that he grooves. Listen to Anthony Kiedis' sweet, sweet voice floating, floating along like honey. Is this Dave, is Dave Navarro still here? I'm not sure if it's Dave. It's not Dave Navarro. So don't think about that. Take that out of your mind. No, that's the other fucking guy. Fuck you for thinking about Prashante. Dave Navarro. It's not. He, he has nothing to do with this. Now think of Prashante. But don't even think about the way that he plays. Just think about him. Think about his facial hair. Think about his tattoos. Think about him without a shirt on. Think about the STDs he may or may not have. He may be riddled with them. I mean, maybe. Think of a riddle. Absolutely. Think of a riddle. Who do you think has the most STDs in, uh, in, 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 in Red Hot Chili Peppers? Anthony oh, Anthony. Peters, probably. Yeah. I bet it's the drummer. I bet it's Chad Smith. Chad Smith, you think? Well, because the drummer always gets, like, the leftovers. That's uh, true, yeah. So, like, your most high quality babies are going to go with Kiedis because he's ripped and very attractive. And then... And he, well, he mostly fucks teenagers, so... And usually all so the members of the band fuck the drummer. Yeah. So... Mm, it's true. He probably has everybody else's disease. Yeah, so I would say by... Just like sheer amount of mess he's getting. I mean, the amount of, 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 of bodily fluids that they've all shared together. I think that they probably are across the board have the same disease. Yeah, they're sharing. They're sharing it all. Yeah, I mean, they've been together for what forty years now. I mean, I think two of them were actually bound like a Siamese twins by uh, by a lip sore once. They were like that. They. <laughs> They didn't actually go on tour for a few months because they couldn't. They had to get surgically uh, separated. So, like the scabs kind of like healed together. Yeah, it looked like they were kissing. They fell asleep drooling on each other, you know, oh. kind of like face on face, and like their scabs like melted into each other. They woke up and they tried to like separate, and it was painful. And then I think it was like a three month period, you know. Kiedis, he like he left. He was just like fuck this. He went under the bridge downtown. Is that where he drew some blood? (laughs) (laughs) You know, to make an antidote. (laughs) It's actually about he. You know that what he actually is talking about is that he drew a picture of some blood. He drew some blood. Yeah, it's very literal. And it actually was a bridge downtown. (laughs) So, um, one of the topics that we've talked about in like the rest of the podcast was um. Have you guys seen Suicide Squad? No. No. So we've been talking about like sexism in comic book movies. I'm, like getting an idea of like the way women are portrayed in comic book movies. Um, and I, my, my position is always like, like, unfortunately that's just the way they are in the comic books. So unfortunately they were, they were mostly drawn by men and they're mostly geeks. Yeah, so, the, so the, the, they're drawing. I've done that before. I've been real horny and just drawn like a big busty girl, and maybe jacked off to it, jacked off to my own. I creation. mean, any part of story, and they're like, right? I mean, this is what you do in your mind when you masturbate, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you got a visual. I mean, but, just because it's a photograph, it's just not something I drew. I mean, it's basically with the amount of Photoshop. But let's, you let, but let's turn. The, let's put the foot on the other shoe. What about big brawny dudes, superheroes? That's for the women too, or whoever. Everybody's beautiful in these Oh, no, things. that's latent homosexuality. That's what that is. Well, that's like dudes being like, yeah, that's how I want my superheroes. Like, and they can, like, hold me real close. Everybody in tights. And everybody's in, tights. Be- in underwear outside. But everybody's beautiful in a comic book. So I don't think it's just the women. I think I really, yeah. everybody. I think the dogs look good. Yeah. I mean, you don't really see... I mean, you, you, your villains are usually pretty either, like, super ripped 
or like abnormally scrawny. And like yeah, like Lex, Lex Luthor. Like, well, I mean, depending which incarnation you look at, is, well, isn't would, the isn't the most isn't in the best shape. But he's like he, he's like the billionaire supervillain that's kind of that makes other people fight for him. Well, he's like the he's the kind of like the yin to Batman's yang. He's like the billionaire supervillain versus. Batman. I thought that was Kojak. I didn't know that was Lex. Who's Lex? <laughs> <laughs> That's not Teddy? Telly? Telly Savalas. Teddy Savalas? Like, yeah, you put a... You, 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 give, you give Lex Luthor a lollipop, he's coach. <laughs> <laughs> Telly Savalas. And all the Greeks are suddenly... You can make that into a joke. Like, what do you get when you give Lex Luthor a lollipop? Telly Savalas. See, there you go. There's a joke. You guys <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Let's, hey, ri- let's write some jokes. Let's give, give him your PayPal information so he can pay you for that. Oh, yeah. If you get a laugh, you got to pay him. Absolutely. All right, all right. Favorite comic book? You can anybody? PayPal me at C-O-O-L-Z-E-Y-2012 at gmail.com. Please, please PayPal me as much as you want to donate towards the token. Thank you. Won't you help? Who's your favorite superhero or supervillain? Everybody. Ooh, go ooh. around. That's a good one. Of any, it could be Marvel, DC, Image, doesn't matter. All time. Batman. Batman? Yeah. Why? Um, just, I don't, like, because I'm not much of a comic book reader, so, like, I'm, a, I'm more of the movie guy. Uh, it's just, I guess, I think it, it might just be that I like Michael Keaton a lot. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite incarnation. I think, I think of he's the best Batman. I thought Michael Keaton was the best Batman. But we're all yeah, old overall. Yeah, that's true. So, like, we're, we're talking. That's kind of like the Keaton we grew up with. Keaton, the Keaton we grew up with. And I like, I like the, I like the merging of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Like, like uh, whoever, uh, whoever should, portrays them both like as the same person. Best. I think yeah. Michael Keaton is like, he's kind of a weirdo across the board, and that's why I really liked his portrayal of it, and like that made me like that character. So like the dichotomy is like. It's not as far as like going from like Christian Bale's like Playboy Bruce Wayne yeah. to like Dumber Say to me Yeah. Well afraid of me. Bale's afraid of the uh, the comedy chops that Michael Keaton had either. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, Michael Keaton was way funnier. Did you he guys, was the funniest Bruce Wayne. Did you guys see Birdman? Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. What'd you guys think? Incredible. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Because it was exactly kinda of like you kinda of like you know that Michael Keaton's thought this. He'd be like walking down the street and be like Fucking Batman. Do you know that I was in Mr. Mom? <laughs> or what was the one Touch where... Touch and go. Multiplicity. What was it? No. Uh, what was the one where he was... Night shift? Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Where he's a snowman. <laughs> now let's let's all forget that Jack Frost happened. But then he's had a late career renaissance with like Spotlight. Yeah. And that, that's a great movie too. Totally great. Um, so we never got to... Wait, so what's your... your I'll say Swamp Thing. Oh, Swamp Thing. Alan Moore Swamp Interesting Thing. choice. He's my favorite. Uh, you know, it's hard to say if he's a superhero or whatever, but I mean, I think that ev- pretty much everybody. Yes. Did you know that about the yes. existed? I didn't know about this. Wait, you didn't? You didn't really? know about the movie? Uh-huh. He's holding up oh, a picture God, of Jack Frost. So awful. Yes. Like it's the most grotesque premise for a kids' movie ever. What? Dad froze to death, and now he's a snowman. Well, he got in a car accident. He uh, froze death in the car, though, right? Did he? Yeah. I don't That's even more grotesque, because it's like he had a long, drawn-out, painful demise. And Welcome to the Michael Keaton Jack Frost podcast. And, like, if a, I don't know, like, if your dad died a year before and then came back to you as a snowman, wouldn't you be fucked up? Like, I mean... I mean, I have the same problem with Ghost Dad. Like your dad, is, yeah, that's scary. Shit. Your dad is dead, and he just came back as a ghost. And the kids are like, "My I, science fair project, like, way more fuck your science fair that project." That your dad's dead. Ghost dad's awesome. And your dad's a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you remember the movie Leonard Part Six? Yes. Oh yeah. Leonard Part Leonard Part One through Five though are really my go-to. So <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. None ever top those. I know. When are they gonna make Part Seven? <laughs> so you like the Force Awakens? Um, I liked Toxic Toxic Avenger when I was a kid. Oh, that was Toxic my awesome. I always like, I like Toxic Avenger. Um, I always like, I've heard like some kind of variation on this, but I've always kind of like liked Superman because number one, he's like somewhat invincible, but the only thing that can destroy him is like a piece of his like home, mm-hmm. and that he's the only superhero that I can think of whose secret identity is is the normal person, not super. Yeah. So like, oh, I have to pretend to be normal, which is like, oh, I put on glasses, and no one recognizes me, then I'm gigantic. 
and super strong. You're forgetting uh, Captain Amazing from Mystery Men. Oh, yeah. Played by Greg Kinnear. When I think superhero, I think Greg Kinnear. I love Mystery Men. Bob Bird and Talk Soup. So what's yours? What's your go-to? Alf. (laughs) (laughs) He had a Marvel. He had a Marvel series. He did, right. It's It's Alf. Mel Mack, he's my favorite... He's the best, man. He just doesn't do anything. He's, he, he's vegging at somebody's house, couch surfing. He's oh, yeah? eating cat. <laughs> yeah. All right, so even as a kid, I was like, why is he always eating cat, Dad? Why is he always eating pussy cats? It's like, my dad's just like, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> my impression of my father's life. I hope your dad's not listening to this, because that was really... His rude impression of your father. <laughs> he was very ashamed of what I did. And Alf was always making uh, passes at the mom and shit. Remember that? Mm-hmm. He's a piece of shit. He's like, why? Why do we have this little? Because oh, he's furry and he's lovable, and he, and he might throw. But a he's a pervert eating pets. Yeah. <laughs> so that's mine. What, what? What about you? Oh yeah, I went uh, Toxic Avenger and Superman. Yeah. 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 I always liked Batman, but like Batman's so like. The weird thing with Batman is like there's so many different incarnations of Batman. So there's like I have a I have a theory about Batman. What is it? I have a theory. About, I have a theory about people that like Batman. Oh, okay. I'm waiting. I'm gonna call you out. People who like Batman are people who want to be vigilantes and think that think that they know what's right and wrong and they want to enforce it. I have a lot of friends that like Batman, so you're in good company. But, it's really big but I'm, not, I'm not big into that though. Like, it's like most people I know who like Batman are like they're like they know what's right and wrong, and they feel like they can tell you like they like to defend people and stuff like this. So I always kind of like a little worry about people that like Batman. But it's kind of like the people that have an arsenal in their garage. Like I'm, I'm totally the opposite of one of those people. Like, I know you don't. You don't strike me as no. You traded in your arsenal for just cats. But I do want to. I do want to bring up. I do want to bring up my almost said my secondary superhero, which is my actual superhero, is the Tick. The oh, tick. I didn't coming back. Think of the Tick. Really coming back? Yeah, the Tick. There's a new uh, Netflix series, right? Ah, yeah. Because you go ahead. Go ahead. Who did his voice? Wasn't it um, David Putty? It, he was. Seinfeld? He played him in the live action show. Okay. I forgot who did the voice on the cartoon. I don't know. Um, but I love the fact you don't really know his origins. He's nigh and vulnerable. And he's like constantly discovering things that he can like. You know, in the first Tick comic, he discovers he has pockets, and it's one of the awesome <laughs> things. He's like, pockets? I have pockets. You know, and he's like, you don't know where he came from. Like, you did the, there's talk that he came from an insane asylum, but how would that? How would you? Did, how did he get invulnerable? You know, like you know, who, who knows? I love that show. Well, since we're doing secondary ones, um, my real one was Thanos. I lied about Alf. That was just to try to get a cheap laugh from you guys. <laughs> well, you got it. Don't worry. Glad it worked. <laughs> but I like Thanos because he was the only, he was invincible at one point. I mean, like, you know, he grabbed the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, you got the entire, he was a, he was a, he was, he was, he was oh, I love that. hungry. And, uh, uh, just for those of you that aren't looking at his arm right now, he's got the Thanos tattoo like going around. Google, Google right. my arm. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's definitely Thanos, and uh, I'm not even a big comic book guy. Like, yeah. I've got a lot of comic books that I stole from the front of Half Price Books. They were all in a box, and this is back when I used to steal and shit. Yeah. But um, Thanos, that's the Infinity Gauntlet and Infinity Wars are the only series that I really read. New Gods, right? Is it New Gods Universe? Is it from? I don't know. Like Jack Kirby shit? I don't know. I think it is. Yeah. I'm like a I'm like a I'm a good car salesman. If you ask me and I don't know, I just say I don't know. I'll check with the I'll check with the front desk. Dude, I was just thinking of something. How scary would it be if like somebody was giving you like somebody you didn't even know, like you were paying for a massage or something, and you that you were on your face, and then all of a sudden they leaned like really down close to like your ear, and like just like Pete just did and went. Google my arm. <laughs> I feel like that's some David Lynch shit, you know? Like, no. all of a sudden, like, the sound goes you down and you feel like you're my arm. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking look at me. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love Blue Velvet. Mulholland Drive was weird. 
I like blue velvet cake. Have you ever had that? Blue velvet cake. <laughs> you could make blue velvet cake. Like, it's I guess it would just be different. It's got to exist. It has to exist. I love when people say like their favorite cake is red velvet. You're like... That's you chocolate like, No, you like chocolate cake with food coloring. Like, oh, that's like... I mean, like, it's just made a little bit it. differently. It's not just food coloring. They like yeah. the, Maybe they like the color. Is that, is that wrong? They like and you have the cream red. cheese frosting. It's always just cream cheese frosting. That's okay, true. then you like cream cheese frosting. Like, it's not the well, red yeah. velvet that you're talking about. Okay, but like, but like, it's a traditional recipe for red velvet cake. Contains things that aren't in a regular traditional chocolate cake. Would, you, not, it doesn't have would it make you happier if from now on they said, I like chocolate cake with cream cheese frosting? Yeah, that would make me, I would be way more That is colored red? Yeah. All right. That would make me much more comfortable. All right. I think that might be like vinegar in red velvet cake that's not, or something like that. Vinegar? Isn't there something? I don't know if there's vinegar. Sounds awful. Yeah. Maybe to you guys. <laughs> No, oh, I'm out of here. I don't know how they do Fuck shit in Uxbridge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they do shit in Uxbridge. You guys, no, you, guys, you, guys, you guys did it. That's the last straw. That's it. <laughs> Fucking out of here. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, hey, it was just a joke. It was just a joke. No. <laughs> just jokes. Keep us here, man. Keep us here. <laughs> you can have a full hour if you want. Is it? How long have we been going? 45 minutes and 17 seconds. Wow. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you take Pete for a second while I get while I get order some food real quick. Let's talk about um, family. Talk about family. <laughs> family is important. Um, I don't have any, but they're super important. Hold on to your family and don't chop them up into bits and duffel bag them. <laughs> don't chop them into bits. Take them to the bits. Take them to the bit players. Take them to the bit players. Friday and Saturday night at uh, the, the Firehouse Theater, Newport, Newport Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. Wow, look at that. I just gave you guys a segue, man. It did. It awesome. absolutely did. That actually might be our new tagline. Don't, so, you, don't chop your family. To the bits. Take I mean, the it's bit. more of a Halloween tagline, but like, <laughs> I would, I would, if that was a ta- like, tagline to something I was unrelated That's family to. friendly, <laughs> man, if I ever heard it. For our family friendly show, which is tonight. Um, we're not allowed to be there. We're so. not allowed to go. Yeah. You guys are banned. <laughs> well, one of us is. <laughs> I am absolutely banned. What? No, you actually do well like, with family friends. Yeah, but I hate it. I feel like yeah. Barney. Yeah, it's you, like, because you... And you're more like Smoochie, is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're, you're Smoochie, Smoochie. yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm really a Rainbow Randolph. Like, I'm, I'm a filthy motherfucker. I'm a bad person. <laughs> All right, speaking of that, what did you guys see the new uh, Pee Wee special? I haven't watched it yet. Yes. You saw it? So... I mean, this is a really th- stupid thing that like to be really hooked on. So I enjoyed it, but the idea that Pee Wee looks older now, and like in your head, like Pee Wee didn't age, right? And yeah. you know, Paul Rubens is like six years old, but yeah. and but you can like see it now. I'm googling him now, so just I'm fully yeah, in, I'm fully engulfed in this conversation. I don't want you to think I'm no, not yeah, no, attention. absolutely. So no, so Pee Wee Herman, the last appearance he made. Before this, or Paul Rubens as Pee Wee Herman. Was that Reno 911? Yes. Yeah. And the um, and before that, the MTV Music Awards. Was it that long? Like, that he... Yeah. He's only made two appearances as yeah. Pee Wee after the whole jerking thing. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I was actually, I was impressed. I was glad that it... In hindsight, that wasn't even that bad to be... That wasn't that bad. No, no, like... And, and, and his, his clientele, his, his, his audience, his core audience was kids back in the 80s when he yeah. was doing the peewee but even his first special was not for kids you know no it yeah. wasn't not not it was, it, like it was kitschy in that way that like well like peewee's big adventure like was not a kids movie no, phil, phil hartman who wrote it phil hartman and paul rubens yeah yeah, he, yeah. yeah phil hartman and, and uh you know Tim Burton directed it tell yeah, march exactly. march sent you Remember the scene? <laughs> remember the scene when they were pulling the bike chain out of the side of the bike, and you could totally see underneath the thing yeah. where it was coming out of. Yeah. But that was the appeal. That was the irony of it. It's kind of like uh, Wonder Shows. Yeah, yeah. It looks like oh, it's supposed I love to. Wonder Shows. Yeah. Oh, totally look, get him started. We're talking about Wonder Shows. Oh, my here he god, comes. Look, Vernon here he Chapman comes. is my god. <laughs> Vernon Chapman is like, I rarely like living in L.A. You come across a lot of celebrities and stuff, and. You know, I never geek out really about any of the big ones, but like if I was to ever meet Brandon Chapman, uh, I've actually sent him fan mail before. What do you say? What do you say back? Tell him. <laughs> oh yeah, it was, I think it was Brandon Chapman. It might have been another dude from PFFR. But, <laughs> but basically, I was just like, 
I was kind of like at a point in where I was just like offering my services, I think, you know, in some way, you know, I was just like, here's some videos I've made, here's some stuff, like, you're the, my favorite thing ever, like, you know, just being, just reaching out, and he was like, he was like, I've got my eye, he basically said, I've got my eye on you, in like a kind of a creepy way, like, response, but, um, which I thought was cool, but yeah, no, Wonder Shows and Xavier Renegade Angel, Archie Holler, it's my favorite shit ever, man, yeah. like, I, it's like my comfort food, I can... I, if I need to that and like Eric Andre and Tim and Eric like if I, if I need to like be by myself and like get better if I'm having a bad trip whatever you would think most people it gives them a bad trip you know like yeah, that's watching a, that's, Xavier but that kind me, of absurdist shit like Eric yeah. Andre at the conventions was hysterically uh, yeah. funny oh, at, the, so at, the, at the RNC and the DNC did you see the first uh, the, the new episode of the first season First episode of the new season is up with Ti right now. Oh, is it? it's really great. Like Ti basically like walks off. Oh, it's, really? It's really great. So, yeah. okay. Have you seen the one where, where all the rappers are? He's making them like walk the plank, and there's like a snake pit and stuff like that. No. Oh, it's so good. Man. No, I haven't. Like I've, uh, I saw him with Alex Jones at the at the RNC, <laughs> just trolling him hard, <laughs> making a meme. Memes to go, man. <laughs> you know, my calling. I've been fucking around with this music thing for too long, and you know, it's 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 it, it's not my true calling. My thing is memes. You should have them post uh-huh. post a couple of memes that, to go along with the podcast. You should post <laughs> like the, that one, the yeah. cannabis one. I'll do that. I'll get here. I'll give you some memes, man. Yeah, we'll I'm a memes man. Yeah, memes man. Memes man. It'll be like calling. NPR or whatever. It's like afterwards. It's like make sure you go to our website to see uh, memes by. Copyright, <laughs> and, and but not our, our music. We don't want you to show any of our. No, music. we don't. We don't. He, he's gonna give you memes, and then I'm gonna write. It's cannabis. I'm gonna write some poems. <laughs> yeah, I love there that. Was, dude. There was an episode. <laughs> there was an episode of On Point with Tom Ashbrook like three or four years ago about memes. And about it was you? About memes? About you? But this yeah, about, about you. Yeah, about memes. <laughs> about, yeah. about memes. About memes. What if memes was how you referred? About you? To yourself. Yeah. No, then you'd be Jar Jar Binks. Memes? Memes and likes! Memes want some more hot wings. <laughs> Wingses. Memes want some more hot... hot I can't talk anymore. Hot Memes wings. is very tired. By the way, I want to give a shout out. If if you have new porn... New porn... New porn listeners... Uh, Pornhub listeners... I mean, if you have Newport area listeners, I want to give a shout out to Gather. It's a new business... It's uh, only about three months old, and it's on Broadway. It's so fucking sick, dude. I'm all jacked up on herbs from from Gather. It's like a tea house slash apothecary, like medicinal elixir joint. And uh, they got like all sorts of like mushroom tinctures and like root valerian All legal, above board. Oh, yeah. It's all, there's no, you know, it's not uh, anything. But it's dope. Go check it out. They jacked me up today. Peace to Armand. It's death. Now he's the freshest Mac Daddy on the block. Do they sell nuke? Uh, uh, I don't know. Nuke. Like, is that like Warheads? Like Tommy Warheads? The drug from RoboCop 2. That's oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you out-nerded me today. Yeah. It's actually I very just surprising. Did it. <laughs> I, was, I was totally early. expecting not to, <laughs> not to yeah. out-nerd everyone on that one. What about Zots? Do you remember Zots? Do they still have Zots? Zots? What? Yeah, they were a candy. I don't know. It was like Warheads. What was that? Kind of. Well, Zots was a band here. I remember Zots. I know Zots for the Rhode Island band. Do they have sausages and liver snacks? Sausages. That's a Bismarck key reference. <laughs> we're getting deep. I want to get the deal. I want to talk it out. I want to... Um, you know, I want to work with you on this, listener. I want to uh, let's let's make a fifty-fifty agreement. Let's meet me halfway on this. Okay. Um, if you buy my album, mm-hmm. you can throw it out immediately, but just buy it, purchase it. Ten bucks. Right. You spent ten dollars on drugs. Um, That's true. Charity. I did do that. Parents are dead. Buy my record, are please. Dead. Thank you. Thank you. 
That's a really good sell. Stop my suicide. Yeah. Stop my suicide. Ten bucks. Is there suicide? You buy my record. Has there been a Kickstarter? Stop my suicide yet? Hey, did you see that? For ten dollars, you get hashtag Stop my suicide. For fifteen dollars, you get I live. Did you see the black dude who said to Trump, "Send me back to Africa"? No. Yeah, he did a Kickstarter. Oh yeah, I did. It may not have been the Trump. I may just have thrown some somebody in there. There's also a Kickstarter to give Trump the Purple Heart. (laughs) I I like Trump. I want him as our president. Really? Because it's going to be hilarious. Uh, For a a certain type of person, it is. For another type of person, it's going to be really dangerous. (laughs) I want it, Trump. For the people of our our pigment, it's going to be. It would be hilarious. I want Mr. (laughs) Trump. Mr. Trump and the Iron Lung. That's a weird Al Yankovic. Oh yeah, that's right. There, you outnerded me on that one. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was going to the like Mr. I was Mr. The or- Messy. I was the original nerd. That's not the, true. I was the original. Started, you know, I love that we've gotten to a point in America where you can everybody can just say shit and everybody hears it, and then you have your you're forced to just like try to figure out who's just blatantly lying because ninety percent of everybody is just lying, just saying shit, like lying out through their feet. All the time, you know? It's a safe face. So it's like, I am this. It's like, and because you have the internet and everything, you can say it. So you're like, I am this. This is what I am. I'm Starbuck, the human foot fetish. <laughs> yeah. I am. Who's going to prove me wrong? <laughs> Go on, Snopes. It's not there. <laughs> I loved you in Moby Dick. <laughs> I'm Graz. I love Moby Dick in you. Hello. Hello. Hey now. Bubba boy. I want to change my name to Grant. Oh, was, was this all a Howard Stern prank? You're not playing tonight. <laughs> Do you think anybody still listening would still be listening to this podcast after this, or have we? I like, sure have we derailed. Have, I mean, do you guys always derail like this? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Okay. So, so they're fans of derailing. Everybody, yeah, usually we're not derailing. Like our rails just go in weird places. Yeah. So. There's a certain kind of person that I'm not comfortable really... where your rail is going right now. <laughs> yeah, there's a certain kind of listener that really just wants to hear very strange, like, kind of, like, trippy shit. That's just how it goes. Here's, here's some trippy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to live. I want to live through you. I want to live through you. This might have been my favorite podcast. (laughs) So we like, um, we end every podcast the same way. Um, a high five over the mic. Yeah. Well, we do 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 do. Yeah. But um, we, we we go around the table and we talk about it's called quit your bitsin. Something you just can't let go of. Something that's been bugging you all week that's just you know like stuck in your craw that you just can't get over. So Jim, what can't you stop bitsin about? Um, I don't know. Like the uh uh, and a lot of my a lot of my friends have been like have been bitsin about this too. The the throwing of mentally ill as a, as a political insult how like uh, people are calling Trump like oh, he's crazy he's got narcissistic personality disorder which he probably does but I don't throw that at him as like a it's not really like your a political position volleyball. To I'm not give a, him his DSM what, yeah. what happened to you're just an asshole yeah well that's yeah oh, he's it a doesn't break. matter what, yeah. what he's a break yeah. uh, but like you see like the farm bro Martin Shkreli just like diagnosed Hillary Clinton with Parkinson's. Uh, I saw uh, that. He said uh, he said she she may have early onset Parkinson's, which like and a friend of mine pointed this out. Dude, she's sixty eight years old. <laughs> it's not early onset if she has it. It seems that someone who like you know is a millionaire in the medical field ought to know something like that. But it's like I don't know. It it, it bugs me when they like get clinical when you can just say you're. Acting like a total asshat. Or just when everyone pretends they're a fucking doctor because they read something on the internet. Because, yeah. Oh. I I am very smart. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I think, like, 
you know, I think we need to just start using terms like asshole rather than crazy. <laughs> I think it's a genius uh, angle, though. Instead of just saying, hey, I don't like so-and-so, they're saying, hey, there's a real medical problem. It's almost like if, you're, if you, your dad came out and embarrassed you and he didn't have, uh, he, he didn't have Tourette's and you're in front of, like, a date and you're really embarrassed and you say, oh, don't worry, my dad's just got Tourette's. And he doesn't. They're just trying to, like, discredit them. Look at you with the wings, man. Coolsy. Coolsy just ordered the medium wings uh, with the celery. The, the extra, you, extra hot. Can I have a celery? Yeah, please. Can I? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can smell how hot they are. That is good sound, man. That, that is good so meat sound. Somebody's going to steal like, that and sell that as, like, a sound effect. It'd be so on the BBC. Somebody, yeah, like, do, do, use that as, like, a foley for, like, a femur snapping in half. Nirvana. <laughs> Yo, that, I just did a um, Paul McCartney, what Paul McCartney did on Smile, on uh, Brian Wilson's album, Smile. Uh-huh. Yeah. He did celery, he bit into the celery for the ad-libs on a song called Vegetables. Huh. So I was just doing my Paul McCartney, don't worry about it. That's a good impression. I could have hit the high notes, I could have sung, like, Hey Jude, or I could have did, like, you know, his best vocal run, but I wanted to go more avant-garde and just bite into the celery. <laughs> so what's, what, what's stuck in your craw, Zach? Right now, big ass hot wing. Oh, hey now. you know what I'm saying? Hey you know what I'm saying out there, TV this land. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Um, man, I don't know. I, I hate lots of shit all the time. Well, it doesn't have to be something you hate. Like just like what's on your what's what's on your oh. mind. It could be it something like, you like. Stuck, it could be something positive. Like like shots fired. Yeah. Like I mean, his Jared's first uh, one on our first episode was uh, the BK Grill Dogs. Uh, oh, and, he was, yeah. and he was bitching about how much he loved them. So you liked them? Did you them. did you have the burrito, the uh, Burger King burrito? No. Look into that. It. I haven't had it. I don't think I'll eat that. But um, <laughs> but you should. You like the dog? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Man, I mean, this is like, I don't know, like, I, I want to say something really deep and philosophical and stuff, but instead I'm going to tell you what's been on my mind every night, and it's what's right in front of me right now, and it, these guys can attest to it. I think I've eaten hot wings every fucking night of this tour, and I don't care anymore. I mean, obviously I want the good shit, you know, I want, like, the ones that don't have any antibiotics in them, or like farm raised and all that stuff but when it comes down to it I will eat your hot wings if you have them and they've literally been stuck in my craw every night of this tour so what city has the best hot wings of the ones you've been to mm, that's that's a good question these are pretty damn fine but they're kind of shaped weirdly um I think that has more to do with the chicken you know what chicken. the bowling alley in um Pawtucket Pawtucket yeah. Marble the yeah. break or what was it called break time Great time. Yeah, they had amazing. Why do bowling alleys have the best wings? Mm. Like, it's like they have to. It's like part of their. It's like required. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with hot wings. That's my answer. Cool. I can't get the um, twist by Chubby Checker out of my head to save the life of me. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not joking. This is not a. This isn't a, um, my attempt at humor. I seriously can't get it out of my head. And when when no one's around, I go in. I sing it full on. And you know, I really. You know, belt it out. It's a great song. It, it is. is a great song, but but um, I'm haunted by it. And uh, I also do a big bopper impression. I, I I talk to myself chronically, and that's the thing I miss about being alone. That sucks for this tour. I can't really do it um, and enjoy it. So when I get little pieces of time alone, I do it, and I say all my go-to little things I say to myself, and uh, I miss it. Yeah, like I'm totally like that too. Like I. I'm a total loner. I, I, I need time thing. by myself. I think it's a healthy relationship to have with yourself. I do. I think it is too. It is. Yeah. I think it helps. Uh, I don't think it helps anything. Never mind. <laughs> hey, so, you want to win? You're right. It doesn't. So, it doesn't help anything. I'm. St- I, it's a little cliche right now, okay. but I'm stuck on they the Olympics. Good, but, uh-huh. I'm stuck on the uh, the weird the racism you feel. They're really good. Or nationalism that turns into racism during the Olympics. Yeah, very easily. Or like you hate countries that you can't pronounce. (laughs) Even just because they happen to be swimming against someone that is also from the same group of 330 million people that you are from. Like you probably actually have more in common with the guy from Brazil than you do with the... (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Czech divers. 
Like, it's just like it, that. You get like a really. Chuck Divers is a great band name, by the way. <laughs> and you get like, I get like really angry really if, like, is. if America doesn't win everything, which like makes me feel really. Well, we don't win anymore. Uh, the metal the, count says differently, Jim. That's the <laughs> album title of the Czech Divers album. <laughs> and, and, what it, and what's the first gold medal we won? Shooting. Yeah. We lost archery. We always use archery to the South Koreans. Uh, and that was what made me think of this. Like, I'm sitting there like, fuck South Korea. Like, I have nothing against South Korea. My, my wife drives a Hyundai. Like, uh, it's fine. But, nope. I was just like, fuck South Korea. We need to win archery. I'm like, we... Like, in my head, I'm just like, this is a ridiculous thing when I think about it. But I get, like, all caught up in, like, the media and, like, the pageantry of it. And I'm ashamed of myself, but every night I'm chanting, USA, USA, like a fucking mook. That's the way I feel about it. And they just, and the USA basketball just won. Who else has hemorrhoids? Oh, I do. Um, A lot of people. They're terrible. You are terrible. How do you deal with them? I uh, pretend they don't exist. So I deal with anything. Bukowski had really big hemorrhoids. Bukowski's my favorite author, actually. He's good. Hot but, um, Water Music and uh, Women are my two favorite books. But Hot Water Music's the problem. I'm looking for a, um, a hemorrhoid remedy. I'm thinking about laser surgery. I don't want to put the twist tie on it and let it fall off. That's yeah. one method that they do. I'm sorry. Yeah, apologize to the one eating. All right. No, yeah. Just going get a little deeper into you talk yeah. about it. Go into detail now. You haven't seen that man's butthole. <laughs> Shit players. <laughs> so this is the part where we close up. Uh, I'm Jared. I'm Jim. <laughs> and uh, we want to thank our guest, Zach and Copyright, for coming on. Uh, they're going to be playing tonight. I should be able to get this podcast up tonight. Uh, look them up to Google Copyrights Arm. Yeah, Google Copyrights Arm. Uh, and also, when you're Googling it, look to where they're playing in the near future and go see yeah. yeah, it's really And cool. Google my hemorrhoids. Oh, yes. They're out there. Pictures, <laughs> pictures of them are out there. And, and Google safely, you know? Because let, let's be honest, like a lot of people have died. Googling in the last uh, couple of years. And Anthony Scalia. It's, it's a dangerous something. world. <laughs> Shout out to Anthony Kiedis. Shout out to Chad Smith. And his the STDs. With the most STDs. And John Bruschetta. John Bruschetta. Uh, thank you so much for listening.